welcome back to Astro Hotline. I almost forgot the fucking title of my podcast. That's how long I've been gone, by the way. Um, yeah, hey everyone. Um, it's been a while. I'm doing good. I've been through some shit, but I'm doing good. I'm back. I'm ready to record. This was very impromptu. I did not like decide that I was going to record today, but I was like, I'm going to do it because it's been a while. I haven't talked to you guys, so I hope everyone's doing well or trying to do at least because we are embarking on a very intense week, auspiciously the worst week of the year, and that must be so great to uh, to hear. So here's the thing. Um, I'm not taking a viewer's question for this episode because I really just want to talk to you guys. I want to let you guys know what's going to be happening this week and what you can expect in July because July isn't that hot either. We don't really get a break until August, astrologically speaking. So we are going to have to, um, we're going to have to manage on going through these really tough times right now. Summertime sadness, pretty much. Um, but it's not the end of the world. You're not going to die. Okay, it is going to be a very tough time and we can mitigate that. Okay, here's the thing. Avoidance is not a really good solution when it comes to astrology because it's inevitable. So while we may think it's a affordable solution, it's very short term and it's not going to be very healthy for you. What we need to start learning is understanding how to be flexible, understanding how to kind of cope in healthy ways during this pretty intense time. So for this week, we have a lot of stuff going on. We have a lot of oppositions, okay, happening between Cancer and Capricorn. So as of right now, we have Capricorn and Saturn. Capricorn and Saturn. We have Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn. Saturn and Pluto are getting closer and closer, okay? They will be exact in 2020, in the beginning of 2020, of July, not July, of January. See, when you do this so late, you like mishap your words. Um, but that's a while away, okay? But the themes that we are seeing are really starting to unravel themselves, okay? And we have this very, very watery stellium between, well, I wouldn't say stellium, but between Mercury which isn't doing so hot in there, Mars, which really isn't doing so hot there, and then you have the North Node, okay? And this is all going to be opposite Saturn and Pluto. Now, Mars was was in opposition to Saturn last week, and it's moving away from that opposition and moving towards its opposition with Pluto this week, okay? And um, let's see here with the little transit calendar. So for the most part, we will still have that Mercury conjunction to Mars. So we're still dealing with that energy. And also smacked in that is the North Node. And then, yeah, we're really going to feel the opposition of Mercury and Pluto, Mars and Pluto. Okay. And on top of that, we have two of our outer planet beauties, Jupiter being squared to Neptune. Okay, which isn't going to be as intense because it is sort of an out, like an out, like a, what do you call it? Bigger picture type of thing. Okay, We're, we've been having a Jupiter square Neptune since the beginning of the year. Um, 
so this is going to be a theme throughout this year. We're going to have three Jupiter square Neptune transits, and I think this is the second one, but I would double check on that. So yeah, this is a lot. Um, so here's the thing. We, it's a really important time that we be careful with our words that we pick and literally pick and choose our fights. Okay. So it's a time where you're going to be triggered. You're going to be really fucking mad. Someone's really going to upset you, especially if you're a cardinal rising. This is going to affect one of your four points, four critical points in the chart. So you may be very mad at the world. You may be very mad at yourself. You may be very mad at outer forces, people around you interpersonally. It's a very, very cultivating time to which we will be saying things that we don't necessarily mean or believe in. But because of the of our you know intense feels around this time, we're really going to be spewing some nasty bullshit, nasty stuff. Now, whenever Pluto is involved, we have this sense of compulsion. Okay, the sense of doing things that we know is not good, right? But we're feeling pulled to them anyway. Okay, it's sort of like. It, you're just dragged by it, right? Because the intensity of Pluto just drags you. You don't have much room to fight it off, okay? This is a really great time to declutter your shit. Really great time to clean out, you know, months old's worth of dirty shit in your room, in your living room, in your house, anywhere. It's a time to physically rid of things, in your space, right? Because that's going to energetically mess with you regardless. So clearing that out is clearing up more space for you to prosper, more space for you to kind of think, okay? Because Mercury and Cancer is not a really great time where we can like settle within our minds, okay? This is more so of thinking with our feels, engaging in emotional-based reasoning. So what I mean by that is, let's say you are feeling guilty, that sense, that feeling of guilt, you're basing that in reality. You're saying, okay, so I'm feeling guilty. I must have done something wrong. If you feel threatened, then you think, okay, I must be in danger. When really those feelings are not necessarily based in fact or reality, but because you're feeling them, then really what you're doing is saying, okay, if I feel them, then they are real. And your feelings are valid, but they're not always based in fact. Okay, and that's something that we could really engage in during this time. Something with, you know, Mercury and Cancer, especially Mercury being mute. So mute signs or water signs are not necessarily vocal and they're not necessarily great for Mercury, who is very vocal, who, you know, likes to speak and talk, communicate. Um, and this is like, you know, with this conjunction to Mars, really it's like, you know, we're just getting very defensive and um, we're not really saying what we want to say and we are expecting people to fulfill roles that we don't make communicatively clear on what they have to fill. So really what we're getting is disappointment, right? Because we expect them to kind of follow our cues. That's not, most people need like actual communication in front of them to know what to do. And that's like, that's just being kind and fair, you know? So Another thing that we are, you know, are kind of facing with is 
you know, learning to sit with our truth, learning to be unabashed with our truth. That was something that we had going on with the full moon in Sag because Sag is all about embracing what is. I am who I am and accept me either way. Here I come, you know. So the energy of Sagittarius is very much of I am me and I am everything, you know. If you don't accept me, then fuck you. Like, you know, they're very much about seeking the truth, embracing the truth, because the truth is them, you know. And for a lot of us, we have difficulty around that. And, you know, conveniently around Pride Month, where it's all about, you know, being prideful for who you are and your identity. But for a lot of us, you know, there's oppressive forces where we live, you know, globally or, you know, maybe intimately, um, familially where we can't really be out and proud um and there's just again there's just so much hate in this world that it's really hard to kind of be who you want to be you know um so really the energy of recent of this recent week was really just about taking ownership of our truth and of who we are and being able to communicate that to other people right because ultimately we're feeling sheltered in And we are really, you know, it's feeling a lot more intense than it probably is, but those feelings can definitely overrun us. They can definitely make us do dumb shit and things that we regret, right? So Saturn and Pluto is very much domineering. It's very much about pushing us into avenues that we don't necessarily want to be in, but because the society is telling us that we have to be on these avenues, that we have to be navigating here, that this is our way that we should be living, but doesn't necessarily the way that we want to live or that we should live, right? Because to be honest, like Saturn, she's a bitch. She's a total fucking bitch. Her being in Capricorn, okay, is really about upholding what's already existing, It's not about offering any new solution, right? So it's difficult. Like, how do you navigate, how do you navigate this energy, right? This Saturn energy kind of pushing on you and then Pluto, which makes you do, which makes you very compulsive, right? It makes you have very negative frame of mind, really, you know, wanting to engage in fights and operating based on the intensity instead of investigating it. So here's what I will say. Here's my recommendation. So it could be easy to say, just don't go outside, but we have lives. We're people. We're going to want to go outside, okay? Don't lock yourself in your basement or whatever. Just live your life the way that you live every single day, okay? If you feel like you are being antagonized or you are in the midst of a fight, just walk away, okay? You pick and choose what you want to be involved in so you have a decision to be involved in or not. Disengage, okay? No one is holding your head underwater and telling you that you have to be involved in this because you don't. You can walk away. Simple as that. And also, because we have Cap- um, not Capricorn, but because we have this really immense cancer energy, listen to your body. Listen to it. Because it's going to be communicating some shit to you. And that communication, that bodily communication, 
is really going to swing you into one direction or not, okay? In order to do that, we have to be present with our bodies. We have to be present with ourselves um, and not, you know, engage in compulsive or obsessive behavior. If you feel like you are about to explode, channel that somewhere else. Channel that into something more pleasurable, something more creative, it can still be physical. You can still like go to the gym and work your ass off. That could be a really great thing for you to do. Very bodily, very action pulse. Like that could be something really worthwhile for some of you. For some of us, we may just like want to, I don't know, like, you know, watch a movie, watch a like action packed movie or go outside and take a walk, a long walk, you know, do something that feels in some way exhilarating something that you can still get that massive intense energy from without having to actually engage in something that is unhealthy to you to your mental to your bodily to your emotional health okay this is a time where we do stupid shit that we regret for a very long time so your actions have very, very long-term consequences during this week. And beware of that because you will be stepping over toes and they'll be very much wounded if you do. Um, now, let's talk about this Jupiter square Neptune really quick because this is like a long-term transit. And I know a lot of you are like, well, what does that mean? So it means that because of this intensity that's happening coincidentally with this energy, a lot of us are going to want to cope. And we're going to want to cope through really unhealthy behaviors, um, behaviors that involve overconsumption, um, that involves escapism, that involves just numbing, right? Because it's easier to numb than it is to feel. Or at least that's what society tells us, right? It's easier to numb than to feel. Here's the thing. Don't do that, okay? This is a time where you really want to listen and work with your feels in a way that's very positive, healthy, and constructive, okay? Jupiter square Neptune is basically sort of forcing us to reevaluate our world, our beliefs, what's around us. It's very easy to kind of fall into projections and wanting to project because it's easy to do that than face reality. And let's face it reality sucks right now it very much sucks but because it is the second jupiter neptune transit it is going to be revisiting themes in the beginning of the year i think it was around january or february when that first jupiter neptune thing happened so it's building on those themes but this is something that is going to be seen more culturally uh culturally i can't say that word more globally let's say that outside of us right but it is something to be aware of um it is sort of like a lesson to all of us that we gotta lean on each other lean on community community care is the new self-care it is the new self-care cell our cells are very important but honestly it's becoming very capitalistic and you know it's not so much capitalistic community care leaning on each other right because we are responsible for one another. We're responsible for this earth that we live in. We're responsible for, you know, of society. So let's lean on each other. 
or learn to at least this is a really great time to kind of cultivate safe spaces um you know go outside and do some you know community events could be really like exhilarating and could be a lot of fun so yeah don't lock yourself in your room this week okay just be very attentive to what is happening around you don't shut out don't check out don't do that be present in the moment okay and learn to walk away learn to say i am not going to engage with this i'm going to put my time into something more constructive and something more worthwhile okay and it's hard to shut off it very much is okay compulsion is a lot but if you can shut off for 10 seconds that's improvement and you can work onward if i can shut off for 10 seconds let me see if i can shut off for a minute okay so i can shut it off for maybe 10 minutes okay so then can i shut it off for an hour you know working your way up and if you can shut it off for long periods of time then you won't be as compulsive okay now the last thing i want to mention is the saturn sextile to neptune which is also here okay um and a great another example of working with each other right um it's constructive you know it's a very constructive energy we're working with detached empathy here a little bit um we are respecting people's source of pain but we're not really immersing or um immersing ourselves fully into it and taking it as ours or making excuses for the person who is feeling you know pain for actions that they did um we're being very constructive during this time okay of healing it does suggest you know kind of leaning on each other working with organizations charities things like that of that nature it's very giving right and it is a sextile so this is a positive energy so this isn't necessarily going to be super super awful okay it's actually really great in the midst of all of this right so that is the week that is your week folks when it comes to july we have eclipses okay and eclipses are like um malefic events in the sense that they are not necessarily positive you know the drill don't do any rituals don't charge crystals you'll see the tweets believe it or not you will see the tweets it is a time where you don't want to do anything extraneous okay it's not a very auspicious time during eclipses to do anything um because of how you know how much of an oddball they can be they can really go either way it's hard to prepare for eclipses because eclipses you don't prepare for them they just happen you know and because the nodes are going to be activated hence why it's an eclipse it's going to kind of deposit otherworldly shit into our realities things that don't even seem real and i have many eclipse stories to share with you many I can go on, honestly on, about the eclipse stories that I have, particularly of last year, um, but I'll save you all of that. What I will tell you is that don't do anything massive on the, 20, on the 2nd of July and the 16th of July. Don't do anything massive, okay? You just want to rest, you know? 
invite some friends over have some fun time you know just don't do anything super super huge don't start anything new don't get into relationship do not get into relationship there is a trend of people getting into relationships during eclipses and getting obsessive afterwards just don't do it okay if you can um but yeah there's not much advice that i can give to an eclipse period because there really isn't any right eclipses are just so unpredictable like really really unpredictable what i will tell you is that things will have no logical progression to them so things will be happening dramatically out of the blue you know for example you have a rash it's very small okay you go to sleep you wake up it's all over your body that's sort of like the eclipse energy that we're working with right and because it's operating between cancer and capricorn it's working on that access of me nurturing versus me solidifying versus me building structure so it's sort of that access of you know what is our most personal where we identify with where we come from um how we feel versus society versus what society tells us versus the structure things that are in place things that we that have to keep going okay so we are kind of working in that access and it's you know it's empathy versus dictatorship and that's not to say like capricorns are dictators but the energy here is very intense and it's leaning towards literal dictatorship literal taking control being in power um and not benefit not benefiting all only benefiting the few the few that are in power okay so what we will see globally is that wrestle match right so it's versus what is you know what we should be doing where we should be implementing empathy versus what we've been doing for thousands of years and what seems right and what is just the the way of law you know so it's that type of match that we're going to see onward in 2020 2020 is very interesting. I don't know what is necessarily going to happen, um, but there are going to be some shakeups politically, hopefully. Um, but yeah, there definitely will be shakeups politically. If not, then it will definitely be felt on the collective level of the people. A lot of, a lot of noise. So this is just the beginning. However, it is going to be a very critical point of the year. So intense times intense times um this is probably going to be the intense week of the entire year but july is going to be the most intense month of the entire year so do with that what you will make sure to just practice really good self-care practice community care really get involved in your circle or try and get involved if you can't then reach out to someone who make who can get you involved okay don't shut yourself out. Don't check out. This is a really important time that's happening right now. A lot of focus on saving the earth. A lot of focus on, you know, these countries, you know, falling into civil war and not getting the proper global support that they should. Um, people who are being killed just for being who they are. This is a really intense time and it's really hard not to, not to see it. So don't pretend that it's not happening around you because it is. 
all right? So that is my little episode that I have for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you are interested in any premium content, you can check out my Patreon, Astro Girls. I do have a few reading slots if you want to book a reading with me. All natal spots are filled, but I may reopen them probably towards the end of the month. So look for that. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon.